0: Welcome to The Spotted Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis-written-and-directed 1981 horror film, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and thanks for joining me on this journey. We are about to begin with Minute One. The movie starts off with the Universal and MCA company logo, then followed by the Polygrams Pictures logo. Then there's a memoriam for uh, for John O'Rourke. I'll get more to him later. It then fades from a black screen to a shot of the uh, Moors. And the song by Bobby Vinton, Blue Moon, starts to play. The credits then rise up Polygram Pictures Presents. And the next credit is a Lycanthrope Films limited production. And then we wrap out the minute with the title card of An American Whirl from London. So both the Universal and the Polygram Pictures logos are very of their era, very classic late 70s look to them, which is really kind of cool to see. However, the very first on-screen credit reads, For Jim O'Rourke. Now, Jim O'Rourke is a man from John Landis's past who actually got John Landis a job of a production assistant on Kelly's Heroes in 1969 in Yugoslavia. And after the movie was done, the two of them stuck around Europe for a while, working as stuntmen before returning back to the States. Uh, at that time, they worked together on Landis' 73 movie, Schlock, where uh, Jim O'Rourke was the producer. He was also a regular stunt double for Clint Eastwood in the Spaghetti Westerns, too. After Jim had died of lung cancer shortly before work began on American War from London, John Landis banned his crew from smoking on set. So when Blue Moon starts to sing, it actually is the first of three times that the song actually appears in the movie. So the 1934 song, written by Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart, this version, the first version that we hear in the movie, is actually sung by Bobby Vinton. Bobby Vinton's version of the movie was from 1963. After that, we're given the uh, card of uh, Lycanthrope Films Limited Production, which is actually just a production company that John Land has put together for this movie solely. It uh, has never cropped up anything else, and it's just in this movie. And we end up with the title car, An American Wolf in London. So still just a shot of the moors, just fade from one shot to another, showing the really dreary sort of February, March weather, just to make everything look as crappy as possible, is when this movie was actually shot. On the audio commentary, both uh, David Naughton and Griffin Dunn introduced themselves. They also mentioned that while you're watching the Moors right now, that uh, they're in Burbank recording the audio track. Griffin asked David about the last time that he watched the movie, and David can't remember, but both talk about how they did show it to their kids. Griffin's now 11-year-old. Uh, did not He didn't show it to her for the uh, first six months of her life, but after she was seven months, and then he trails off laughing at his own joke. They also point out that the opening shot is in Wales, and... Uh, it was the it was where they started filming, so the very first thing you see in the movie is the very first thing they shot there's more on that, but that's in the uh, next minute and I'll leave it till the next episode for that So when it comes to the actual screenplay, there's a little bit of a difference uh besides the fact that. The actual screenplay actually starts at night instead of close to night. The actual, in the screenplay, it calls for the song of Moon Shadow by Cat Stevens. Uh, The actual moon is actually out as well, so they show that, and... That's about it. It goes up into the main titles as well, which get superimposed over the moon instead of just looking at the moors. When we're talking the audio drama, which is based on the script, the movie script, now when it comes to the audio drama, which is based on the movie script, we have a big difference. They actually added a whole entire scene. That happens actually before David and Jack show up with the sheep in the back of the pickup. Which is actually minute three of the movie. So I'll get more into that in the next episode. You know, the bridging scene. While the credits are happening. Instead of the very beginning. But it's still kind of neat. So, a bit of a cliffhanger there. And on that note, it looks like we've come to the end of today's episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb, Minute 1 of An American Whirl from London. Be sure to subscribe so that you'll get all the notifications for each new episode. And a positive rating would be cool too. If you want to follow the podcast, it can be found on Twitter and Instagram at PlanetGeekPod, all one word, or send an email to PlanetGeekPod at Gmail. So until next time, remember... Keep off the moors, stick to the roads and the best of luck. for dang and dang dang for ding and dawn ding blue moon♫